second chapter, and we're going to read verses 1 through 4. Let's read it together. The burden. O Lord, and I would not hear any cry of these of violence. That is my say. Why does thou show me iniquity and cause me to behold grievances? For spoil and violence are before me, and there are the rise of strife and contempt. Therefore the law is slack, and judgments do not go forward. For the wicked does compass about the righteous, therefore wrong judgment proceedeth. Behold with heathens, and regard the one is marvelous. For I will work in your, in your day, which ye will not believe it, though it be told you. Verse, the second chapter, verse 1 through 4. I will stand upon my watch, and set me upon the tower. And will watch thee what you say unto me, and watch will answer when I am reproved. And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision, and make it plain upon tables, that ye that run that readeth it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, though it will surely come to pass. And so if not tarry. Behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him, but his just shall live by faith. Bow your heads, most heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you. We thank you for the visitation of your spirit, God. God, we owe God right now. We break the bread of life. Lord, we ask you to touch every hearer, Lord. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we bind every spirit in Jesus' name right now. Amen. The subject this morning is timing is everything. Why don't you turn to somebody? Tell them, timing is everything. You find that when you look at Webster's de definition of timing is a selection for as a selection for maximum effect. A precise moment for being or doing something. You find that when you look at God, I, I, I'm not going to try to impress you this morning. If you want it, you're going to have to listen for it. If you find that when you come, when it comes down to God, God set up time for all humanity. You find that when you look and look through what God has already set up. You find that God has always been there. He's always been there because he's already operating time. You find that the scripture says he's omnipresent. That means God is everywhere. And then you find that no matter what you go or what season in life you consider yourself going through, God is there. So you must come to the conclusion that if if, if timing is so was was not in an, an important factor, God would have never delegated time. He would never separate light from darkness because you must admit that God didn't need light. We needed light. We needed it. So God, through timing, 
He has let us know that our lives are as a blade of grass. I told you, I didn't come to impress you. I don't even feel the need to impress you this morning. But what the problem is that we don't realize that we're running out of time. We are actually running out of time to do what God has set forth our hands to do. When you look at the different seasons, we have spring, summer, winter, fall, then winter. You find that these seasons are very important. Everybody can have a springtime. That's the time of life birth. Oh, we love those times. Then the summer we reap the harvest of the fruit. Most fruits come through the come through the heat of summer. But sometimes we don't even like to go through the struggles in order to get the fruit of our lives. Then you look at the fall. Old ages begin to set in there. Then we find that we went into the winter. We find now we're on our way out rather than in. You don't even realize what did we do between spring and winter. We don't realize if you don't plant your crop. You don't have nothing stored up for winter. And some of the children of God, Lord, I reminded of the scripture where summer has passed. And in the spring, the winter is passed in the summer and we're still not saved. Or the harvest is passed and we still don't have any fruit. What is really going on? We're allowing ourselves to fool ourselves. What are you going to stand before God? What did he say to the fig tree that tried to go beyond a season? The fig tree had fig, had leaves rather no fig. He was out of his season. Jesus stepped up to him and told him his timing was off. And he cursed it. And then when he came back later on that day, it was dead. And the apostles marveled. I come to talk to somebody in the building. You don't have very much time. I don't know. Sometimes we look at it on the negative rather than the positive. What are you doing in the summertime? What you should have been doing in the spring? Don't you know water's not coming in the midst of summer? Don't you know? Summertime is not time to plant. Don't you know you're running out of God's timing? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We've been given the impression that we can do everything we can do and to preserve our life. That's a lie from the pit. Don't you know God allowed mankind 
to break the day down into from 24 hours to break it down to 60 minutes to 60 seconds to produce 24 hours that was in the Bible time and we don't realize now think about it you deduce time down to 60 seconds don't it move real fast how many of you can go back and get yesterday how many of you can go back and change this morning your timing is off and don't you fool yourself you can't go back and straighten up you can't go back Lord have mercy Let's look at the clock as it ticks. There's a soap opera set. So is an hourglass. So are the days of our lives. As sand trickles through that hourglass. Can I tell you? You. Let's to convince you old and you ain't worth nothing. I come to tell you if you handle your springtime, you'll be productive in your winter. Because the Bible said the young and old will go forth to God together in the dance. I come to remind you timing is everything. You can't live foolishly young and want to serve God in middle age or the fall of your life. The devil that lied to you, I'm here to straighten it out. You can die like Abner, like a fool guy running out of time. Time is everything. Ah, and you look at uh, in the book of Habakkuk, uh, this prophet uh, was observing the injustice uh, of the people all around about it. Uh, we, sometimes we get ourselves uh, in the situation, uh, want to ask God, uh, how long? Uh, and you know what the problem is? Uh, if you wouldn't have went out there uh, and got yourself dirty, uh, if you wouldn't have went out there and disobey God. Can I be that plain? Down even in the house of God. Won't even follow God like he wants you to follow. Preacher won't even give holy to the word of God. Want to tell saints one thing. He or she want to live another. I come to tell you time is everything. Then you bring about a whooping from God. God has sent me to tell you, if you will observe your time, there's some things that won't have to befall you, but God's judgment must first begin at the house of God. You won't have to stand up and cry, Lord, how long shall I go through this? Lord, what's wrong? Everything is going bad. I come to tell you timing is everything. God in order 
When we get off, God has to discipline us to get back on the right road. Don't you know, those of you that have had children, been on job, it takes time to discipline you. A mother and daddy got to stop doing what they're doing just to get you back in order. Don't you realize God had to stop trying to pull you to the right, to pull you to the left. He had to stop, take off his spiritual belt and wear you out. I come to tell you, if he didn't do it, and many didn't love you, you are a bastard. You wasn't his child. So timing is everything. Have you ever realized when you look at even the analogy of day and night, day can be a reference to happiness. Night is sadness and darkness. My brothers and sisters, what are you going to do about the timing that you got left? Don't you know God is holding you? accountable for every time, every minute, every second, every hour, every day, every week, every month, every year that he gave you. God is holding you accountable. You know, the thing we must look at, when God holds us accountable, but you know, let's look at the different seeds. Most of all, you put, most of us put seeds in the ground where? In the springtime. In the springtime. It's still divided as I you. Don't you know what you do to your body is early depending on how you wind up when you some things you get in your body don't show up until old age. Science improved that. Now what about your spiritual life, your spiritual body? What are you throwing in there? Thing like God's gonna wink at this. God's gonna overlook this. Come to tell you, you need to tell that devil to go to hell. God wants us to realize that there is an appointed time that we must die. It is appointed once unto man to die and after that what the judgment so timing is everything how many folk you know that came back from the grave and said I, I repent now I, I think I do believe that water baptism you were talking about oh I changed my mind I do believe in holiness now I believe in the sacrifices that I was supposed to do 
that I didn't do. Have you noticed? There are some things that God requires out of individuals that he doesn't require out of a whole. You know, God tapped on each and every one of our shoulders. And you got a certain amount of time to get it straight. Now, I've been saving a number of years. I talked to backsliders. And the thing about it is, when God first started dealing with them to repent, and they didn't, guess what? That thing went off, got a hold of them. And they can't shake it or loose. I've talked to folk in the church that's been saved for years and refuse to grow beyond water baptism in Jesus' name. You know what we would typify that? As a retarded saint. But timing is everything. You have you ever saw somebody look like they was in their 60s wearing mini skirts and high heel shoes? That's a person that done missed some seasons in their life. You know what I call them? They're still trying to hold on. Saints of the living God. When God began to deal with you about some things, and require you some about some things and tell you you need to do some things. You need to be found yourself doing Because you will meet the wrath of God and you'll be just like Habakkuk in chapter 1. Lord, how long shall I cry? See, we're under the impression that, that God continues to turn his back on things. No, but then you see what he did, what he allowed the Chaldeans to do. God turns his folk over to their enemies. Y'all don't hear me. You don't let your friends do this. He turned you over to your enemies. Now, how many of you want to be a product of the hand of your enemy? Nobody in their right mind. what about your relationship with God? Do you think you can keep on doing the same thing you're doing now and please God? You ain't got to answer that. I just come to make you think today. Do you think you can keep on making excuses, trying to tick down the clock and then on your deathbed say, Lord, have mercy? No, no. As a tree falls, so it lies. You, ain't, you can't straighten this stuff up on a deathbed confession. Because on your deathbed, it's still based on, did God forgive you? Did you mean it? That's why God, if true repentance comes, it comes while you're living. Because if you truly repent, you won't do it again. You know you won't do it again if you're dying in the next hour. Trying to put everybody we know in heaven right. and hell back. Right. If God has required it for me, 
a prediction. He ain't going to let Elder Bean get off. But he said, what I say unto one, I say unto all. Repent. You'll never see God's prayer playing favoritism. Even in that scripture lesson for my Sunday school, God's provision that's coming in, you get a seat, you get a high seat, you get a low seat. God don't play those tricks. God do not play those tricks. Can I tell you, the remainder of this hour, there's no telling how many folks are going to leave here. And some of them children of God are supposed to be children of God. There's no telling what situation is going to affront some people. What do you think? You're not getting by. Everybody in here is going to have a winter time in their life. In Ecclesiastes, it's talking about there's a time and a season for every purpose under the heaven. But it's how you handle your season. Because timing is everything. Have you ever met somebody trying this time to be throwing stones and they're trying to gather them up? The water ensued now. You ain't got time to go gather them. You, you in a fight and you trying to gather up some stuff. That's how they fought in Bible time with stones, y'all. You, it's time to fight and you let me go get my stone. You're going to get killed. You're trying to go out there. You ain't planning nothing. You're trying to yeah. We do that just like this with God. Then we go, oh, the Lord, told me down the blessing. Oh, the Lord. There's a law. There is a law. There is a law. You got to give something to get something from God. They say salvation is free. No, you got to give God your heart or you can't get salvation. You tell that devil, he better take that lie back. God ain't giving you a ticket out of here. Then he's got to tell everybody else, I'll catch you on the next round. You got some time. You got to give me What did you do yesterday? I'm not talking about a standard of man. But we're talking about God, y'all. What did we do? Was God pleased? How can God be able to talk to you if you don't meet him. How can you understand what pleases God and you won't even commune with him? Timing is everything. You can leave out of here. Talk about this world, this church. And do you not know all we can say is I, I, I knew her. But we can't Go to God for you. That's another fallacy of the church. Oh, child, I pray for you. No, no, God, God will do something, but God ain't going to change your life because I prayed for you. 
He's got to bring you to the point where you let him do you something good. That's just like receiving the Holy Ghost. We can be around around that time. Everybody else will receive it but you. So you mean to tell me? I, would, I wouldn't mind if my prayers were that effective. No, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. But you know what God does? He brings everybody to a point of breaking. I've seen folk with stubborn hearts the time that God brought them to him to the point of tears and they should have broke and submitted to water baptism in a holy life. Some got baptized, went out that door and got killed. Some turned around in the bathroom and said, I don't want it. And didn't get another chance at it. Now, do you think God is going to let you and me off with the assignment that he's given us? Remember the scripture where about the unprofitable servant. You know what he did? Nothing. Can I tell you again? You know what he did? Nothing. You know what he did? Not a thing with the time that he had. You know what God sent him? Do you know what God sent him? He went straight to hell and didn't pass go. I don't have time, you know. I'm doing this and I'm doing that. You better make sure it can save you. You better make sure it can raise you from the dead. You better make sure that it can deliver you. Because you just made it or whatever it is, your God. children of God when you look at you know, I'm going to just be the silly things the silly things we do to run out of time Ooh, I'm tired do your tiredness stop time I don't feel how many of you feel everything you want to do every time all day do you not realize the more sin increase the less less nutrients there are in the world because the curse become magnified and you're not going to get the proper nutrition from your food you know what messed up all the nutrients that we need to make our body feel 100% sin the ground was cursed and how are you going to feel 100% of where you want to feel when there's all this curse in here? Tell me. You will never be able to do that because you know what? You got to get out of this world. 
people running out of time. You know, the, the, the astounding fact is anything could happen. E even scientists are predicting anything. Can you, you know how, how, how really close? Scientists are expecting a massive destruction that could come from anywhere at any minute. Now, those of you that got National Geographic Channel, watch that. They say, now, we're going to get into so much trouble that the sun going to destroy the earth. All right? And we ain't going to have no food after a while. So can you imagine how tired you're going to be with no food? We're running out of time. This is actually our best time. Then they say a mega volcano is going to explode and going to put ash in front of the sun, going to spin the world into a dark age. Now, if either of these things occur, do you not know what's going to happen to mankind? Now, I don't think we're going to be able to adapt overnight, but death is intimate. Now, they're predicting now that the, 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 the world is so far off that any amount, we can get a massive rainstorm that will flood anything right now. Because the sun is evaporating so much water up that when it rains, when it rains, it pours down so much all of a sudden. And it has not time to soak into the ground. You are crazy to think you got a whole lot of time. Now, God has said where he reigns on the just, he reigns on the unjust. Now, if death don't come to the unjust, guess what? You next. You not know the saints die in tornadoes? Hurricanes? Droughts and floods. Don't, 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 don't fool yourself. And don't sell yourself short. You ain't got as much time as you think worrying about other folk. I just, I just feel led to talk to you there. I ain't through talking yet. Because when it comes down to all God wants us to do, is be studious over the time that he gave us. Well, that ain't what I heard. Well, I don't know who you talking about. There was a 28th the other day number of death totalities. There's no telling how many rapes and other things that was happening. We can't trust our government or can you? All I'm trying to wake you back up to the focus here. Can you imagine the day right now we know that we can't trust our government. And we used to look to them. We, uh, no offense, minorities in America has always been the downtrodden, right? Now they're even turning back on the Caucasians. America don't even hardly have any allies. 
They got more enemies than friends. And a lot of it because they don't turn their back on Jerusalem. In the church, us think we can just, woo, we're going to ride this one out. Wait on who get in the White House. You better get ready. We're running out of time. Send up here, is the air right? I get off the church, I go my, do my little 15 minutes of Bible study, and then I'm gone. Ooh, I'm going to get some rest so I can go to this job. You fighting spirits and you're weak. That's why most of us having problems on our job. We, it's time for the church to put on strength. Awake, O Zion, and put on strength. But when they call for a prayer meeting, when we call for a, a consecration period, when we call the saints to come to the house of God to just be around the house, where are you? Oh, Zion, what's the matter now? Do you not know if the mother is weak, nine times out of ten she'll uh, uh, lose that baby, or that baby got to come here early and be at greater risk of death and disease? Why the church ain't produced? And the church has been typified as a woman giving birth. And you know how long it takes? Nine months. Some of y'all been trying to birth folks in the church and they ain't even got here yet. You been on your 20th year? You running out of time waiting on somebody that want to go. You know, I, I, I've come to this conclusion. And everybody's got to make up their own mind. And I'm not trying to preach to persuade you to do anything. Because you know what I found out? That what you want, just like God say, if you don't praise me, the rocks will cry out. God got somebody that will get the job done faster than you and better than you. 